It's Friday night, and the moon is bright. Gonna have some fun, so you eyes down, TGIF. Alright, welcome to week number 158 of the Two Guys Into Fridays podcast. My name is Steven, that over there is Travis. Hey, Steve. Good uh, good afternoon, I guess we're recording now. It's not morning good. like this came out on Friday. Good morrow, sir. Good morrow. Um, yeah, so hey... Travis, how's it going? Uh, Good, we're, man. We're a uh, TGIF podcast. We're watching a bunch of new shows. Well, not new shows. New episodes of shows and one new show. We'll get to that in just a minute. But before well, we do... We're just watching well, two episodes. I hope you only watch two shows this week. I only watch two. I only watch two. But okay. right. this, uh, the new season of the Two Guys in the Fridays podcast, we've got a whole bunch of new stuff coming up. So new episodes of all of our shows this oh, yeah. week. Just two to watch, but uh, we'll get into that. Uh, thanks to Duke for the theme song this week. Thank you, Duke. And if you want to send in your own version of the theme song, you can do that. I've got a, a new one that I think maybe next week we'll put on here. Uh, and I'm excited. TGIFcast at gmail.com. That's how you can email it to us. You can also follow us on all social media with a very similar uh, handle, I guess, at TGIFcast. Is that what those things are called? Handles? Uh, username. Usernames. Yeah. I don't know. Pro- profile? 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 Yeah. Something like that. At TGIFcast, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. That's how you can follow all of our updates. We've got a YouTube channel. Just search Two Guys in a Fridays. And uh, we're about to get into some episodes. But before we do that, I think I've said that already twice this episode. Uh, let's see what was going on in the world 30 years ago when these episodes would have aired. Now, the date that these episodes would have aired would have been Friday what? Uh, these would have aired Friday, September 25th in 1992. So we're watching them 30 years later, and we like to see what was going on in the world back when these episodes aired. So I pulled one story. It's a sports story. Uh, September 23rd, 1992, uh, Manon Rayom was the first female to play in an NHL exhibition game. Cool. She didn't do that good, though. Um, have there been? Has, has there been a... Since then, or at any time, a female in a in a regular season NHL game? Great question. Have no answer. I do uh, know that she was a goalie. I know that um, she played for wow. the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they scored on her twice in nine shots in the first period. Okay, so quick, quick Google search. Uh, NHL.com indicates that there is no that no woman has played in an NHL game. Since uh, you, I know you just said her name, Manon Rayom. Rayom. Uh, yeah. She's the but only one to ever do like, it. She's the only one to ever play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, looks like there was a couple women that that played in the skills uh, events at the All Star Game in 2018, though. Okay. So, Counts for something. Yeah. When's this article? 2019. Probably hasn't been much changed since then. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, movies, music. What was number one in the uh, charts this week? Nothing new to offer whatsoever. So, uh, new movie or not? Sorry, same movie. Sneakers. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, last week's so look something new next week. Um, so sneakers, and then you were still hanging out with boys to men into the road until November. So until no- uh, it's not that much further. I mean, it's a whole. It's a whole. Oh month wait, there's week. an October in between here and there. Yeah, there's there? a month in between yeah. that. Uh, we do have some birthdays though. Okay. Um, we got two birthdays. We've got uh, Kevin Clash. Kevin Clash is the puppeteer for Baby, uh, on on dinosaurs. Um, he's also famously Elmo. Um, oh yeah, that guy. 
And then Steve Whitmere, uh, who is the guy that we met at Comic at one Comic Con that was not the nicest guy to us, but um, he BP Richfield's puppeteer, Robbie's face, Chief Elder, uh, you know, a bunch of people on on dinosaurs. So yeah. his birthday. Oh, I guess I should say their days. Kevin Clash's birthday was Saturday the seventeenth. And uh, Steve's birthday is, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. His actually birthday should have been said next week, but we're only going to say it once. Let's it's not tomorrow. say it twice. No, we're not. Tomorrow is Saturday. The 24th is Steve's birthday. So happy birthday. Happy Kevin. birthday, dinosaur puppy people. Dinosaur puppy people. All right. So we already said it. We just watched two episodes this week. Uh, that's because there were only two new ones. We had reruns of Family Matters. We had reruns of Dinosaurs, but we had a brand new episode of Step by Step and a brand new Camp Wilder to watch. We do. So we will start it off with Step by Step. This is your 8.30 p.m. show on Friday nights. And uh, the name of this one is To Be or Not to Be. And it starts off, um, Frank's getting home from work. Uh, He comes in the kitchen. Carol comes in from the salon. They're kind of talking about their days real quick. And uh, Frank is like, awkwardly like grabbing plates that are hung up like decorative plates on the side of the wall like no one knows what he's doing but um i thought he like maybe had hid something behind them or it was it was really a mystery yeah but we find out pretty quickly uh he's worried because it's the first day of school and he knows how angry at least his (laughs) kids are going to be when they come into the house they're going to slam the door and when they slam the door they're going to break these plates so he's either making sure that they're secured or taking them down or whatever he needs to do to make sure that nothing's broken well, he knows from past experience this is the case because they have previously broken his Elvis plates, and that has has lingered with him since that happened. Yeah. So Al, um, well, I guess who comes in first? It's uh, well, it's, Al, it's and Al, Mark, Brendan. and Al, Mark, Brendan, and Brendan. Maybe, and yeah, they yeah. come in. They come in chanting, "We hate school." You can hear them coming from outside the house, and they come in chanting, "We hate school." Yeah. So. They don't break anything. I think they knock down like some of the blinds. Well, because, yeah, uh, they knock down the blinds. They break the blinds. And we find out Al's upset. She doesn't know why she has to take cooking. It's not anything she's going to use. Mark's upset. He doesn't know why he has to take a uh, wood shop because he doesn't want to take that. And uh, they're both angry about their own things. And then behind them, JT comes in, slams the door, finishes breaking the blinds that uh, Al started on, and announces that he has the meanest teacher ever for his english class fish face fish face is the name they know her by and uh she's mad because he missed like the whole first part of the class <laughs> which we find out was from frank 45 minutes of the what 55 minutes or something like that yeah he was only there for 10 minutes he makes it sound like he was not late at all and then it turns out he was only there for 10 minutes yeah so carol though she has a suggestion to fix this problem i mean why don't you just change teachers i didn't know this was an option when i was in school but uh you know you can just change teachers so that she gives him that suggestion until we find out that the teacher that she liked when she was in school happens to be the same teacher fish face that jt has now yeah 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 because she's that she's trying to talk to this teacher she's like you know, the teacher I had when I went to your school is probably still there. She was great. I loved her. She you know, changed my life. Uh, and then it turns out, yeah, it's fish face. And, and one thing too, that we need, JT has this kind of, uh, what we're at this point is an unfounded accusation that, that fish face has it in for him because, um, because he's an athlete and she doesn't like athletes and, and Carol's, you know, once Carol finds out who that fish face is Miss Hill, who is the name of this teacher, which she used to call chicken legs, She's like, there's no way that can't be the case. She's she's great. There's no way that there's no way you're right. 
Yeah, so that's the theory right now. JT thinks this teacher just doesn't like jocks, and that's why right. he's getting bad grades and getting a special negative treatment than the rest of the kids. Right. So we get our theme, and I did pay attention this time. Uh, there definitely are some edits going on in this theme. Oh, for sure. I, I paid closer attention this time as well. So there's a new uh, scene of the entire family kind of walking towards the camera where you can clearly see Mark and not this other random kid that uh, Karen told us about. What's Karen's real name? I forgot her name now. Angela. Angela Watson, right? Yep. Um, also, go ahead. I'm sorry. So that's been edited. And then they almost just kind of like clip off another scene like where you're about to see the fake Mark. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it's actually just not there anymore. Well, what they've also done is they, they've they reshot that family scene because they yeah, yeah, definitely. Co- Cody Cody is now included in it as well. So okay, so that's the theme. After the theme, we come. Uh, we're now in the school. Uh, we're in JT's English class. JT has fallen asleep. Uh, Fishface walks over, wakes him up, and pretty much threatens to fail him and say he's going to have to repeat this class next year if he keeps sleeping. Yeah, and and they're learning. It's important because it. it it goes into the rest of the episode, but they're learning Shakespeare, specifically Hamlet. And so she is trying to talk to him, asking questions about Hamlet while he is passed out asleep. So a few seconds later, the class ends, the bell rings, class starts leaving. As the class is leaving, Carol comes in and she's there that we find out because she's going to talk to uh, Miss Hill, her face or herself. I, I, I was going to say, I didn't know if I wanted to say fish face or Miss Hill. Right to her fish face. Right, right to her, to her fish, fish face. Right to her and, fish uh, face. And she's going to talk to him, and JT's not too happy about this. No, he's embarrassed. His mom's at school trying to stick up for him. He doesn't want her there. Doesn't think anything's going to happen. But she does. She talks to her, and uh, doesn't go great, I don't think. Well, like she you know, remembers Carol says, her. Hey, Carol says, well, yeah, well. Kind of. And she, the first thing she does is basically call her a slut. Um, yep. She says that she got around a lot in high school. Uh, and then, you know. Well, because it was funny because Carol's like talking about like, well, I, first I was Miss Foster. Then I'm now Miss Lambert. And it's like, this, well, like, it was her maiden about- name and then Foster and now Lambert. And, that, and she's like, oh, OK. Yeah, so you got around a lot in high school. Yeah, you got around a lot too. in high school, too. But but then Carol says, hey, look, you know, what can JT do to get back on the right footing and, and make things good in this class? And the teacher says, well, he needs to show up on time, do his homework, and stay awake. So, like, kind of everything. Kind of the, the key important things that you need to do generally. Yeah, the bare minimum that you need to do in school. <laughs> right. right. So, of course, at this point, JT gets mad. He thinks Carol's ruining his uh, life, and uh, he just walks out. Yeah, he's, he's done. All right. So, into that scene. Then we go back to the house where we've got uh, Cody and Frank are in the backyard um frank's got his power tools out there he's gonna teach uh mark how to do some uh like construction building type stuff and he's got uh, like a some kind of saw, some kind I of know. i don't know what the saws are called either tools. yeah uh dana and karen come out they say that they're gonna go leave and uh they also need to mention that al is in the kitchen cooking for some reason yeah i also like how they're they're, they're leaning really in the, the second episode this season and they're they're kind of leaning heavily into the whole uh, Cody is as a demolition expert because mm-hmm. he brings it up here. He's like, I would teach him demolition, but I don't know how he'd do with the with the dynamite. So this is the second time they've made a a, a point to call out his work in demolition. I don't know if that's going anywhere, but well, we had a didn't we have a demolition episode last we year? We did. We did. It definitely came up last year. And, yeah, and there was one that was specifically around demolition. But this seems twice in two weeks of being kind of, you know, like purposely brought to our attention 
All right, so then, and Mark comes out at this point, and he's wearing goggles, and he's carrying a bucket of ice, and Frank's like, why do you have the bucket of ice? And he's like, well, <laughs> it's to put whatever we happen to cut off of me in this bucket so then I can take it to the emergency room with me. Right, right. And then Cody starts telling this story, which immediately freaks Mark out about some, like, Shut up. some guy who cuts off all of his fingers and is just bleeding everywhere on a construction site, and... uh it sends Mark uh, screaming back into the house. Yeah. Did that ever happen at your school? Like somebody cut off an, like a finger or no. anything? In I mean, shop? maybe yeah. like a tip or something, but I know not that I remember. Yeah. I kind of wish it did. It's interesting. It's fun. All right. So after the backyard, we're back in the kitchen. Uh, a little later, Carol and JT are getting home from school. And JT, of course, is still mad at Carol and then Carol tells Frank that he needs to help JT study for all this Shakespeare stuff that's going on. Yeah, and he, Frank's like, I, I don't, I'm not good at school. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, this isn't me. Like, this isn't, this isn't what I'm built for. And Carol's like, you have to figure it out. You're doing this. Yeah, so, um, and there's a test tomorrow. We probably should make that important, yeah, too. There's right, a test tomorrow. Right, yeah, um, Hamlet. So then we go into the living room. Frank is trying to help JT out. He went and got a uh, Hamlet on cassette tape that they can listen to while they're following along in the book. And uh, JT, of course, struggling to concentrate. And both JT and Frank, I feel like, are having pretty hard time uh, just understanding what's going on in the in the story. Yeah, I mean, they can't understand the Shakespearean language. They have like no idea what what these you know what these actors are saying yeah and frank's trying to explain it to jt but he's doing a horrible job at it we he doesn't he has no idea himself yeah i mean everything he's saying is just a guess so then we go uh into the kitchen uh al is now uh i guess this is the next morning right because she's serving uh eggs yeah, yeah. and spinach uh popeye what'd she call it? popeye something eggs eggs and spinach and she eggs, calls popeye. eggs popeye yeah. sounds delicious yeah i mean i've had eggs and spinach it's good um, everyone though is, I don't know if anyone actually takes a bite, but everyone's looking at it and commenting on how gross it is. Right. She and, also tries to serve some oatmeal, but it's like it's a, a block. Brick. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing considering the next episode. Yeah. But I thought so too. Um, it's back to the share the stories. So Frank and JT come down from downstairs and they are in the middle of like a Hamlet fight scene, reciting yeah. lines. Like they were up all night reading Hamlet and, and getting into it. Oh, they, yeah, they're not once once they realized it was all about sex and violence. That was like, we got this. We can do we can learn this easy. No problem. Yeah. So JT's heading off to school and I guess we will see how he does on his test. So yep. uh, we skip ahead to uh, Frank coming home with some flowers for Carol. And uh, I guess I don't know if she, is he apologizing to her or just kind of like, no, he's thanking her. He's like, hey, look, I appreciate you pushing That's me right. to to work with Brand, Brendan because, you know, um, actually, JT. JT. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, with JT, because I really enjoyed it, and I and I appreciate you know the time that we spent together was great. It was it was good to get to have some time with him, and and thank you for for doing that. Yeah, so the two of them start making out in the living room. Of course, Mark comes home in the middle of it, and uh, he goes to like show his mom his hand, and she pulls his hand off because he's doing a little like joke gag where he's got a fake hand pretending <laughs> right. that he cut it off in yeah. shop or something like that. And we find out it was Frank's idea to do it the whole time. That's a good one. And then JT gets home. And uh, we he's mad. We find out 
he got a D on his test, the test that they thought they were going to nail, that they were up all night. Uh, I guess he had to write a paper for it is what it seemed like. It wasn't It seems like, yeah. Yeah, essay or short answers at least. I don't you know. Something like that. And uh, do we learn here his theory is that uh, he didn't deserve the D, that she gave him the D because he's a jock and that... Yeah, I mean, yeah. This lends to his whole kind of rationale from the beginning of the episode of where she's out to get him. And I think uh, Frank and Carol kind of like look over the paper real quick and they're like, this is not a D paper. I think JT might be right. Well, he goes, he goes upstairs. He kind of leaves the room. He's upset. And Frank looks at it or, you know, Frank and Carol are talking and Frank's like, I don't understand. Like he know, he knew this play backwards and forwards when he left this morning. That that, that just doesn't make sense. And Carol looks at the paper and she's like, you said, agrees and says this, this isn't a, this doesn't look like a D paper to me. Um, Maybe, maybe we should have a conversation with fish face. Yeah, and that's the next scene. We've got Carol and Frank. They are at the school now. They are going to talk to JT's teacher because they don't think he got a fair grade. They question her uh, grading him differently because he's a jock, and they want her right there to read it and grade it fairly. And she admits. she. I mean, she pretty much comes clean and is like, yeah, you know, I, I do give the jocks a hard time. So, and we should probably point out too, like uh, Carol is pretty like, adamant about and like she's like putting it to miss fish face like she's angry yeah, yeah absolutely um back at the house cody and jt are talking about hamlet why is cody into hamlet too oh because he watched the movie once so right? cody cody thinks Hamlet. so cody's like i don't understand this hamlet that has just all the same uh lines as uh lethal, lethal weapon, weapon four three. three okay and and jt's like no that was you're thinking of Hamlet with because Mel Gibson made a version of Hamlet uh-huh. around this time. He's like, you're thinking of Hamlet, not there was that wasn't Lethal Weapon three. Yeah, and Cody was, knows like all the lines from the movie and everything from Hamlet because he thinks it was he watched because he thought it was Lethal Weapon. Yeah, and then Frank and Carol come home uh, with JT's regraded test where he got a B plus. I still think she's fighting him. I think he probably deserved an A, and she's like, I'm, I'm not going to give him an A. I'm just going to give him a B plus and call it a day. So Carol tells JT that he was right, that uh, Miss Fishface graded him unfairly. And of course, JT thanks Carol at this point. And Frank tells JT, but this isn't the end of it. We expect you to uh, get good grades continued in this class and to raise all of your grades at the same time. This reminded me of last week's episode where once Cody realized he was smart, he's like, I got to do something now. And now, now that JT has proven he can do this, he's got to continue to do it. We get a, oh, man, from JT, and then Carol's like, oh, don't worry, you're helping him, to Frank, and then Frank says, oh, man, and that's the end of the episode. Uh, We do get a little bonus credit scene, too, with uh, Mark out in the backyard continuing with that saw, and uh, Al comes out because now um, Mark has become the cutter of her bread because it's just a solid block of wood, pretty much, and... He's just cutting slices. He's pretty good with that thing, too. I was impressed. It made me so nervous because yeah. it was clearly a real saw. Yeah. And it was clearly he was clearly cutting things for real. And every time he would put his hand to, to move the piece of bread that he cut, he was so close. He was so close. To the I felt he was, I was very so controlled nervous. and that he was he knew what he was doing. I mean, I assume he has all of his fingers, though, but it made me. So I was like, I can't believe they're letting this kid do this. If we get him on the show, we, we'll have to remember to ask him he about that. He's so hard like, to get. He, I, he is. He is. Do you know his? He's like a teacher, right? Just now, he's a teacher. I I can't figure out a, a non-invasive way to reach out to him. Yeah. Um, 
like so, calling the school and pretending you're a parent or something like that. Or, yeah, or like that. emailing his his work email or something. I, I'm not going to do that. Um, so I mean, the but, worst he can say is no or don't email. It's just, I feel like it's just rude, though. I feel like it's just rude. I mean, I mean I'm, I, I, let me put it this way: me personally, I'm not going to do it. All right, I'll do it. Um, I do want to say about this episode. I don't know what it was. I don't know if I was just in a good mood or something. But the characters, like the acting in this episode, just really, really struck me well. Like I was like, man. Suzanne Summers is really on point in this episode. And I was like, all these characters, all these actors, they're, they really are just nailing nailing this whole thing. I'm really into it. What time um, of the day did you watch it? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I think it was in the morning. Morning? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It was just working. It was all working for me. All right, so no new dinosaurs this week. Instead, uh, we go to our 9.30 slot with Camp Wilder, Season 1, Episode 2, C-Spot Go is the name of the episode. And C-Spot Go. I had to look back these people, these characters' names. I definitely don't have them yet. Um, You'll get them. You'll get them. But it starts off. We've got uh, Ricky. Ricky's a nurse. She's kind of asleep at work, and uh, she gets woken up to help a patient who she's kind of walking around with, helping him out. Ends up falling asleep, standing up, leaning against the wall while she's helping this patient, and that's kind of setting up this whole episode. She's going to work a lot. She's working nights, and she's tired. Well, the problem is she has been working nights for a few weeks now, and then they moved her to days, and so her 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 sleep cycles off. And that's why she's falling asleep at work, and it's becoming a problem. So after the theme, we come back to Brody, who is uh, Jerry O'Connell, and he's on the couch playing guitar. Dorfman comes in, and he's uh, he was upstairs, and he's coming downstairs. He's looking for right. the shower stuff, like where's the shampoo and where's the loofah and all that stuff. For some reason, he's taking his shower in uh, in their house. Right. And of course, the answer to all of these questions are it's in the shower. <laughs> uh, Sophie comes in. Sophie is the youngest girl in the house. Uh, mm-hmm. She's Brody's uh, niece. Right. And uh, she comes in to talk about uh, maybe trying to get the training wheels taken off her bike. She doesn't want to be made fun of for being a baby, for still having training wheels. Her mom was going to do it. But uh, her mom's been busy with work, so she's like, you think you can help me, Uncle Brody? And Brody's like, sure. Yeah, Brody sees no issue with it. He says he's going to help. Um, at this point, too, Ricky gets home from work. She's telling well, everyone. Well, before Ricky comes in, we do learn something important, especially okay. because it's the name of the episode. Um, but Brody Brody tells Ricky a story about how he was in a kid. When he was a kid, uh, he, had a, he had a nickname uh, that he didn't like. It was Spot because he used to wet his pants. Um, but Sophie loves the nickname spot and says that's my new nickname call me spot from now on so when ricky <laughs> walks in the door she says hey sophie and sophie says no i'm spot yeah so um ricky home from work talking about how tired she is um goes upstairs she's like i need to take a shower she goes upstairs of course we know from a couple minutes ago dorfman's up there taking a shower she walks in on him. Um, we don't know if anything was seen. Dorfman d- did say he saw a little bit of skin, but uh, Dorfman comes out uh, wearing a towel. Yep. Ricky kicks him out, and she she says, go get your clothes. And he says, I came like this. And he walks out with just a towel. Yeah. So next scene, we've got uh, Ricky making some breakfast for the kids. Um, she didn't sleep at all. Uh, she's been spending the night uh, organizing all the shelves and everything in the house, which uh, is a little confusing for Melissa. Melissa's her name. Who, ironically, I, I thought this was ironic. I don't know what the intention here was, but Melissa, the one thing she brings up is she was looking for the shampoo and couldn't find it because Ricky had put it in the cabinets or closet or whatever. 
even though the day before it was clearly just in the shower. In the shower. shower. Yeah, where it should you be. shampoo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Melissa, Beth, Danielle. I'm going to get them mixed up for the next five episodes I gotcha. at least. I, got, I know these people. I, I do want to say also we see that the unsuccessful oatmeal that Ricky makes, which I'm I'm really curious if they just use the same, oh, the prop, same prop. <laughs> hard oatmeal from Step by Step, but we'll probably never know. Um. All right. At this point, uh, Dorfman comes over, tells Ricky that uh, Brody took Sophie out to see the ponies. We yes. don't know what this means, um, but it's code but for like, something, it seems like. Yeah, but like Ricky, I think the assumption, she makes an assumption I think we all make, which is when someone says they took someone to see the ponies, that they're taking them to the track. Uh. So then Ricky and Brody get home, and... Or not, uh, Sophie and Brody get home, and Ricky's right. upset because uh, Brody, one, is taking her out like weird hours in the morning, two, gave her coffee, three, gave her donuts, and uh, she just doesn't like how Brody is kind of parenting Sophie now. But the coffee was only two drops of coffee. Two drops of coffee and a cup of milk, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of setting up where we're at now. Ricky upset with Brody that Brody's spending uh, too much time with Sophie where Ricky is the one that wants to be spending the time with Sophie. She also says something that I think is really ironic and that she says, I'm upset with you because you're letting her do whatever she wants, which is exactly what she does. The strategy that that Ricky told everybody she was going to practice last week. Yeah. So next scene, we're in the living room. Some of the girls couldn't tell you which ones are watching Terminator 2. It's Danielle and I. It's I think it's Danielle and Beth. I don't I don't know if Melissa. Also, they all know. kind of look the same. And with this low quality version we're watching, like I don't know who I'm looking at most <laughs> well, of the time. Well, Beth and Melissa are definitely the hardest to tell apart because Danielle is is Hillary Swank, and you can tell Hillary Swank. I can't even tell which one is Hillary Swank at times. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I mean, it is really bad quality, but um. Anyways, actually, I think all three. I think all three of the girls were there. I think Beth, Danielle, and and uh, Melissa were all there. So they're watching the Terminator Two. Um, Ricky gets home from work early. We find out that they sent her home. I'm guessing she said something here, probably because she was tired. I guess. Yeah, she fell asleep. And uh, we also see Dorfman is doing Sophie's homework on the couch, just like writing her letters for her. Something probably pretty easy that Sophie could have done, but Dorfman's doing it, and. Uh, Ricky also finds out here that Brody has been teaching Sophie to ride her bike and that she that he took off her training wheels. Yeah, there's a couple other things going on too. So Danielle has put Sophie in a bunch of makeup and mm-hmm. obviously she's watching Terminator, so Ricky's not happy about that. Uh, so all of these things just kind of pile onto each other. Yeah, and one of the girls calls out too that uh, Ricky's getting a little jealous that she doesn't uh, get to spend all this time with Sophie. Yeah, Beth, call, Beth calls her out for that. Um, everyone though, they think they're all kind of helping, but Ricky, um, gets to the point where she gets upset and tells everyone to get out of the house. Camp Wilder is closed. And I made a note that was, so that's the first time she has actually referred to the house as house Camp, Camp, yeah. Camp Wilder, right? Like she, it was never mentioned in the first episode. Yeah. Just, I don't think so. Now it is. Now it is known as Camp Wilder. Is that Ricky's last name? Ricky Wilder? Or no. It's gotta be. It's gotta be, right? I mean, my guess. I don't know for sure. I'm looking it up because that's a really good question. You would, I, you would assume we would know that. Um, we can barely keep these characters apart right now, but let's see here. Yeah, Wilder, okay. Brody, all the, yeah, all the, all the Wilder kids are Wilder. Okay. So she kicks everyone out. 
Um, and then we go to a scene where Brody and Ricky are talking and Ricky's like, I'm not sorry for getting upset. And, uh, I don't know. She's, she's still upset, but she's not sorry about being upset. Yeah. Yeah, she does. But I, I think the other part of the conversation too is like, you know, Brody is trying to make this point that, that he needs to, you know, that he needs freedom. He needs to have friends over the friends help, like kind of Mm -hmm. keep the house in, in, check and the friends are all like outside the window staring in while they're having this conversation yeah and then we get a, a talk between sophie and ricky and well it's almost a talk like she wants to talk to her but sophie's like i just want to go to bed oh yeah okay i'm, I'm up with, I'm, i know what you're talking about i was a little confused what what but yeah so sophie's like building a house that it looks like some kind of legos uh-huh. and, and 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 ricky is trying to like spend time with her <laughs> Spend time with her, be a mom, but but also Sophie's mad because she kicked all the friends out, and 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 so Ricky's like, "Can I help?" And Sophie's like, "No," and then like you said, she's like, "I'm just gonna go to bed," and and that's obviously she just doesn't want to deal with Ricky right now. Yeah, and earlier in the episode, we learned that uh, Ricky got some sort of like noise machine or tape or something right. like that. Yep. And that's where we're at now. We're at Ricky in bed. She can't sleep. There's jungle sounds playing in the background, trying to put her to sleep. Obviously not working. So like, she, like, just, and it's not like sound, it's not like relaxing. No, it's little, like so. monkeys and lions. It's Rainforest Cafe. And, I mean, it is yeah. the soundtrack they use at Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. So she goes downstairs to watch some TV because she can't sleep. And then we get this scene, which the audience loved. I, meh. Um, it's this back and forth with her and Dorfman where, like, Ricky comes in. She turns on the TV. She's like, I need right. to go get something to eat. She goes to the kitchen. Dorfman comes in. He sits down, changes the channel goes to like the bathroom or something ricky comes back in grabs her food realizes there's a bite taken out of it and it's just like four times like back and forth reminds me kind of of like the perfect strangers humor that's going on i almost said perfect strangers but really i would this is a carl winslow urkel scene all day like this is something that has happened it's probably happened on an episode of of family matters already. Yeah. This is, I mean, I could see that too. I don't know. I yeah. could, it could, it could go either way. I could see them. Both you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, absolutely. All right. So they do that thing back and forth a few times. And then, uh, finally they bump into each other and, uh, Ricky questions Dorfman. Like, why are you here at my house at three o'clock in the morning? He's like, well, I'm always here at three o'clock in the morning. This is my quiet time. And she's like, all right, <laughs> you can stay. So she's kind of like going back on what she said. She's letting all the friends come back in. Yeah, well, she's also just kind of wants somebody to talk to and spend time with. That's true, too. Um, She tells him that, uh, what did I write there? She's upset because she doesn't think that anybody is giving her the respect that she deserves. Um, Yeah, she's kind of vents to him, right? Yeah, and Dorfman's like, no, we all respect you a lot. And then she kind of brings up this whole ponies thing. um, And and Dorfman's like, yeah, I don't know. You got to talk. You got to talk to Brody about this. Yeah, so she goes and she wakes up Brody in his bed. Well, well, I'm sorry. I would I want to add one thing to that because because they both together make this realization that there's not a track anywhere close to the house. They didn't go to the, a, a horse track, and they also make this realization that there's not even like a horse farm close to the house. So she's just confused and needs to figure this out. So she wakes her poor brother up, her poor teenage brother up <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning to have this conversation. Yeah, and she asks him about the ponies. Uh, she finds out it's the secret place um, that I think she says here that her that his dad used to take him to right well their dad yeah i mean both both of their oh dads yeah they're used to take that's right yeah yeah um I, th- 
I don't know if I'm skipping ahead too far here that we find out like that she never got taken to this place though that it was right, just no, like no, a it was all him and Brody kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Sophie comes in at this point, three thirty in the morning. She can't sleep because all she hears is uh, monkeys and gorillas and lions and stuff. Ricky gives her a hug. Sophie says, uh, she says, do you like living here or something like that? And she's like, yeah, I love living here. Like, There's so much to learn from all the friends that are here. And then uh, Brody whispers something to Sophie that we don't hear. Right. They do also say, you know, let's no more keeping secrets. Let's all be open and honest with each other. So then we see the three of them, uh, Brody, Sophie and Ricky, all arriving at this secret place, which happens to be under the pier and the ponies that they're talking about are like the old ponies from the merry-go-round that used to be there. They're all stored underneath this pier. And this is like the secret place that uh, Brody and his dad would go and visit when they needed like a time away or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the parts from all the all the old, you know, boardwalk rides. So there's there's the carousel stuff, like you said. And then there's the Ferris wheel um, booths, chairs, whatever they're called. And they kind of just kick up and hang out there. Yep, they all cuddle up on one of the chairs um, and talk about it being just their secret. But then you hear, and mine, because Dorfman's in there too. <laughs> right. That's it. End well, of, uh, what, during, more? during the credits, during the credits, she's, there's just her, her sleeping in the, uh, the, the that's right. Ferris wheel chair that yeah, she was yeah. in. So, so that's uh, Camp Wilder for this week. Uh, and that's it. That's the end of the episode for this week. Just the two shows, like we've mentioned. And yeah. uh, I yeah. don't know. I think I like Step by Step a little better. But I mean, I'm, I'm learning to like uh, Camp mean, Wilder as well. I definitely have Step by Step as one, Camp Wilder as two. My only, what I, I want to see the Camp Wilder part of this. I, I like, I want this to, I want Camp Wilder to be more than just like a throwaway thing. I want it to be like the kids. And the kids, like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like the kids were very active. I feel like it's more about Ricky and her, uh, okay. her life. You want the focus to be on some of the other life. characters a little more. Okay. Well, I want Ricky to be solving problems and not being the problem. Like, Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think we'll get that. What do we get? Like 15 or 16 episodes of the show? We got 19 like? total. 19. Yeah. We, and then there's the, the, the bonus lost 20th episode, which we have. So Okay. Yeah, um, yeah so... That's it for the week. Uh, make sure you're following us on all social media, TGIFCast, for all the updates. You can email us, TGIFCast at gmail.com. And then uh, next week, I believe, we got a full week. Is that right? It's full, it's full week, four episodes. Yeah, we'll be watching Family Matters Season 4, Episode 2, Step by Step Season 2, Episode 3, Dinosaur Season 3, Episode 2, and then Camp Wilder Season 1, Episode 3. Awesome. I'm excited. Me too. That'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I don't think that's it. Do you have anything else, Steve? Uh, no, that's it for me too. All right, man. Have a good week. You got it, dude. It's Friday night. And the moon is bright. Gonna have some fun. So you eyes down. TGIF. 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 Podcast.